Hello and welcome back to Koala Moon, your podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Welcome to Coco's Club, friends. Today, we're giving a warm and friendly shout out to Emily, Hope, Lunora, Ethan, 19-year-old Lexi, nice one, Lexi, Lyra, Tilly, Emily, Lucy in Connecticut, oh, and happy birthday for the 25th, Stella, Gunnar and Robert in South Carolina, Phoebe Patterson and Catherine in South Africa, who offered her own birthday money to pay for the subscription. We are so lucky to have great folks like you find us and support us. Thank you from the whole team here in Sleep HQ. It's a real joy and privilege to read you to sleep. So sweet dreams, wherever you are in the world. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Now cast your minds back to episode 18, where we first met magician Maggie and her faithful assistant, Marshmallow the White Rabbit, because we are reuniting with them for tonight's story. Maggie is about to show her good friend Thomas her newest piece of magic, her Imaginarium. Though it might look like a bog-standard tent from the outside, inside it contains the whole universe, and more. We're going to need to be super relaxed for this one. So jump into bed quickly and I'll get started on guiding you into the perfect state for listening. And maybe sleeping. You can always listen to the end another time. Get comfy as I begin Maggie's Magical Imaginarium by Luke Prendergast. Settle down into your beds. Make sure you're extra cosy. Stretch your arms and your legs and roll your shoulders until you feel all of the tension from the day floating away from your body. As you let this tension leave your body, let any thoughts you might be having float away too until your mind is peaceful and empty. Good. Now let's try our deep breaths together. Take a big deep breath in and then slowly let it out. Again, a big breath in and slowly let it out. Breathe in. Once more, breathe in and out. Very good. Now close your eyes and picture in your imagination your heart's greatest desire. It could be anything in the world, big or small. Hold it in your mind and let the feeling of happiness it brings wash over you and make you calm. Today we're visiting our old friend Maggie the Magician and her rabbit Marshmallow. 
Maggie and Marshmallow have a wonderfully soothing journey that they want to take us on. So settle in. Maggie might have been young, but with every passing week she was becoming one of the most popular magicians around. Everybody loved the show she put on with her best friend and assistant Marshmallow, the bright white rabbit. Together, Maggie and Marshmallow went around town putting on magic shows at children's parties and summer fates, and their audiences always left feeling delightfully baffled. There was nothing Maggie enjoyed more than discovering different kinds of magic and learning brand new tricks so she could perform them at her shows. She could do card tricks where she'd make the Queen of Hearts disappear and then reappear again inside someone's shirt pocket. She could make spoons bend and cups flip. And she could levitate two feet into the air, making her audience gasp. And she could have Marshmallow jump inside her magician's hat and then, with a click of her fingers, vanish. One day, Maggie's friend Thomas came over to visit her. Thomas and Maggie went to school together, and while Maggie had always wanted to be a magician, Thomas often dreamt about being an astronaut. There was nothing he'd like so much as to go into outer space and feel what it was like to be in zero gravity. Maggie's dad answered the door with a big smile on his face and told Thomas that Maggie was out in the garden. He said she had a big surprise waiting for him. Maggie met Thomas at the back door. Close your eyes, she said. I've got a surprise for you. It's an entirely new kind of magic. And I can't wait for you to see it. So Thomas closed his eyes. And Maggie put her hands over them just to make sure he didn't peek. They stepped out of the door and carefully... Maggie led him down the stone steps until finally he felt soft grass beneath his feet. Are you ready? Maggie whispered somewhere near to his ear. Thomas nodded. Okay, Maggie said. Three, two, one. Maggie removed her hands and Thomas opened his eyes. He blinked twice in the bright sunlight. Then, he had to admit he felt a little confused. He had been expecting something unimaginable. A magical creature like a dragon or a flying horse. But instead, all there was in Maggie's back garden was a little red tent. In front of the tent sat Marshmallow, wearing his black magician's jacket and twitching his nose mysteriously. What's that? Thomas asked Maggie. The tent looked just like the one his dad took camping, except it had green bunting around the top of it and a flag on top with a white bunny rabbit looking just like Marshmallow. Maggie told him that this was the big surprise. He looked at it a little doubtfully. There didn't seem to be anything surprising about it to him. This tent? he asked. Oh, said Maggie, this is no tent. 
and she skipped across the garden to stand beside Marshmallow. Drum roll, please, maestro, she asked her rabbit assistant. Marshmallow, with a nod of his head, began to thump his hind feet on the floor just like a drumstick being rattled against the skin of a drum. This, said Maggie, with a flourish of her hands, this is my new magical imaginarium. Imaginarium, Thomas repeated under his breath, looking at the tent with a new sense of wonder. Suddenly, since that odd word had been spoken, the tent did seem to sparkle with a strange kind of magic. But he still didn't know what the word meant. What's an imaginarium? he asked Maggie. She said, An imaginarium is the most wonderful kind of magic I've discovered yet. This might look to you like a normal tent, but in fact, when you step inside, you are stepping into your own imagination. And the truth is, your imagination is where the greatest kind of magic can happen. She smiled at Thomas, who was still looking a little bit lost. It's best to just try it out, Maggie said. Do you want to have a go? He certainly did. Yes, please, he said. Maggie held open the door of the Imaginarium, and Marshmallow led the way, hopping inside. Thomas followed, and Maggie came in behind him. Inside, the Imaginarium was pitch black. There was not a single glimmer of light breaking in from the outside, but the ground beneath his feet was soft and warm, and he immediately felt a peace settle into his body when he went in. Maggie told him to lie down on the floor. Although he couldn't see them in the darkness at all, Thomas felt Maggie and Marshmallow lying down beside him too. Maggie said that in order to experience the full wonders of the Imaginarium, first they had to make sure they were utterly relaxed. Going into your imagination is a bit like going to sleep, she said. That's why. We have such amazing dreams when we're sleeping. She told Thomas first to shake his arms and limbs to make his body soft and relaxed. Then she told him to close his eyes and take some deep breaths. A deep breath in and out. A deep breath in and out. And one more in and out. After his deep breathing, Thomas felt very relaxed indeed. His whole body felt as light as a feather. Good, Maggie said. Now, very slowly, open your eyes. When Thomas opened his eyes, the Imaginarium was no longer pitch black. Instead, The canopy of the tent had transformed into a dark night sky, with a flurry of bright stars twinkling all across it. In the distance, he could even see a thin crescent moon, smiling like the Cheshire Cat's smile. The stars looked very far away. 
Thomas thought the Imaginarium must be much larger on the inside than it had looked on the outside. As though she had been able to listen in on his thoughts, Maggie said, The Imaginarium is as big as our imaginations. It's as big as the whole universe. Maggie explained that when you let your mind relax completely, your imagination opened up and filled up the entire Imaginarium. Don't worry, she told Thomas. Marshmallow can show us how it's done first. Beside him, Thomas heard Marshmallow the rabbit take a deep breath. Then the night sky came towards them, and it seemed as if they were floating through outer space, with the bright stars floating past them and glittering as they went. Then even though he was still lying down, it felt as though Thomas had drifted through the air and landed on his feet. The three of them found themselves in a large meadow of long grass, dotted with many-coloured wildflowers. Thomas could even feel the grass brushing against his ankles, and he could smell the pollen in the air. The Imaginarium, he thought, was a marvellous place. Marshmallow gave a few flicks of his ears, a twitch of his nose, and a single thump of a foot. He was speaking in the language of rabbits, but somehow, in the Imaginarium, Thomas could understand him. Marshmallow was telling Thomas that this was where he had grown up. Together, the three of them wandered through the meadow of Marshmallow's imagination. They passed fat bumblebees drifting lazily from buttercup to buttercup. They passed an old oak tree with wrinkled bark and a kind smile, who whispered a creaky hello to them as they went by. They passed a dormouse in a purple petticoat, who told them she was off to meet her friends for tea. At last, they came to a series of three holes that had been burrowed into the soil. Peering into them, it looked to Thomas like they were tunnels leading somewhere far underground. Marshmallow thumped his foot three times on the ground. This, he said in his rabbit language, is where I grew up. The Marshmallow family warren. Come on in. Thomas and Maggie followed Marshmallow down into the underground tunnels, where it smelled cool and damp and sweet. Down, down, down they went. The warren was an underground labyrinth, with many channels shooting off from the main one and meeting again further down. But Thomas wasn't worried. Marshmallow seemed to know exactly where he was going. They emerged from a dark tunnel into a large round room that had been dug out of the ground. Maggie let out a whistle of wonder through her teeth. She had never known that Marshmallow had grown up somewhere so wonderful and cosy. In the middle of the room stood a small table and chairs with embroidered cushions and a soft rug on the floor. Across the walls were framed pictures of lots of rabbits who must have been Marshmallow's family and friends. 
And in the corner, a white rabbit stood at a stove, stirring a big copper pot. The delicious scent of hot stew was wafting over to them, and above the stove hung many bunches of herbs. This is my mum, Marshmallow told his friends and introduced them to her. She said hello to Maggie and Thomas and told them they were very welcome in her home. What are you cooking? Thomas asked her. It smells very tasty. She told them that she was cooking a stew with all of the vegetables that she had grown in her own vegetable garden above the ground. Cabbage and turnips and, of course, carrots, which were all rabbits' absolutely favourite food. Mrs. Marshmallow wrinkled her nose. The only problem is, she said, I've forgotten one ingredient. Thomas put his face over the pot to inhale the rich smell that was coming off the stew in spirals of steam. Then, quite out of nowhere, he knew what it was missing. Thomas reached out above the stove and plucked down some sage from where it was hanging and dropped it into the cooking pot. The stew gurgled as though happy for the added herb. Mrs. Marshmallow dipped her big wooden spoon into the stew and took a sip. Then, licking her lips with a tiny pink tongue, she smiled gladly at Thomas. That's just the trick, she said. Thank you. Thomas told her that he didn't quite understand how he'd known what the missing ingredient was. It just came to him, like magic. Well, Maggie told him with a little wink, that's the power of the imagination. They said their goodbyes to Mrs. Marshmallow, and Marshmallow gave his mum a big bunny hug. Then they left the way they'd come, walking up through the network of Warrens. When they stepped out into the sunny meadow, Maggie turned to Thomas. So, you've seen how the Imaginarium works for Marshmallow. Now, it's your turn. Are you ready? Thomas told her he was ready, but he still didn't really understand how it worked. Don't worry about that, Maggie told him. You'll get the hang of it as you go. So they all lay down on the soft grass, looking up into the beautiful blue sky. Very slowly, so slowly that he couldn't quite tell when the light stopped and the darkness started again, the blue sky faded into the black night of the Imaginarium, with all its little stars twinkling away again. Okay, Thomas, said Maggie. Off you go. The most important thing is to let your imagination expand. Close your eyes and feel your mind float up and out and extend over the entire world. Let's help Thomas with this. With our eyes closed, let's make our own minds expand. Let your mind travel down the length of your arms until it reaches the tips of your fingers. Now let your mind slip out of your body and travel out of the room, 
let your mind, as free as a bird, flow out of the window and out into the world beyond. Feel your mind expanding and feel the peaceful sensations that come with that. Very good. You can open your eyes now, Thomas, Maggie whispered. Thomas opened his eyes and was quite amazed by what he found. He, Maggie and Marshmallow were inside a spaceship. There was a cockpit with two seats and lots of colourful buttons and levers and a map of the solar system on the wall. Maggie and Marshmallow were both wearing shiny silver spacesuits and space helmets with glass visors. When he looked down, Thomas found that he was wearing one too. Where are we? he asked, full of wonder. Maggie told him that they had travelled into his imagination. Then she pointed at the little circular window and told him to look outside. Thomas took a step towards the window and found instead that his whole body lifted up and floated through the air. There was no gravity here. The feeling of weightlessness in his body made him feel happy and free as he soared across the cabin and landed by the window. He looked outside, and he saw below him, like a big bubble of green land and blue sea, the whole earth. Up above, he saw the silver moon with its craters and oceans. Wow, Thomas whispered. He'd always dreamed of going to space, and now he was actually here. Maggie put a hand on his shoulder. As if she could hear his thought once again, she said, Isn't it magical? You brought us here. This is all the power of your imagination. She turned towards the cockpit and pointed at the buttons and levers. Now you're our astronaut. You're going to have to drive this thing. Thomas had never driven a spaceship in his life. But by now he understood that when you weren't sure about something, you should trust the power of your imagination. Thomas sat down at the controls and let his mind soften and relax. As he did this, he suddenly knew what he was doing. Off we go, he said, and pressed some buttons in the perfect order. As gently as a ship moving through a calm sea, the spaceship began to sail through space. Out of the window, they watched as all the planets went past, Mars and Saturn and Jupiter. Then they left our solar system and passed all kinds of planets that no one had ever imagined before. Comets with trails of glitter soared past the window. Meteorites and asteroids tumbled through space. They saw another spaceship with a large green antenna. In the window of the spaceship, they saw a figure waving. 
they all waved back at their new alien friend. Soon enough, Thomas gave a big yawn. Then Maggie yawned. And Marshmallow too. Yawns can be infectious like that. It's been a long day travelling around the Imaginarium, Maggie said. No wonder we're tired. Using your mind like that can be hard work. Let's settle down and have a nap in outer space. Thomas and Marshmallow couldn't agree with Maggie more. They settled down in their spacesuits on the cabin floor, huddling close together like the best of friends. As he felt his eyes begin to get heavy and his body going soft, Thomas felt very grateful to Maggie that she had shown him her new magical imaginarium. It really was much more than a tent. He remembered how the stars had been picked out across the imaginarium sky. He remembered the walk through the meadow of Marshmallow's imagination. And... He remembered how they'd seen Marshmallow's childhood home and met his mum. He remembered the smell of the cooking and how the sage had sizzled as he dropped it in the pot. But most of all, he remembered the feeling of lightness as he had floated through the air in zero gravity. That was a feeling he would never forget. And so Thomas, Maggie and Marshmallow slowly fell asleep on the spaceship floor, which was also the floor of the Imaginarium. The mind really is the most magical thing, Thomas thought as his eyes closed. There is nothing it cannot do. And they all fell asleep beneath the spaceship window as the stars floated gently by.